the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Sampia right here on SAFM so you may have heard about this uh, you may have seen this um, it happened on Kota and Chill podcast um, so the issue of age cheating continuing to be a major problem in Africa in recent years. It's just recently, former Kaiser Chiefs uh, Mamelodi Sundowns and Supersport United star Tuso Pala uh, shocked many soccer fans when he revealed that many players do not use their age, including himself. Earlier this year, Cameroon's under-17 team was disqualified for failing the age eligibility test. So for how so how rife is the problem in football and how can it be tackled? Let's uh, start off the conversation with Brian Mufugeng, SABC football commentator and a presenter. Brian, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Elian, and good afternoon to the listeners. So in that interview on Kota and uh, Podcast and Chill, he speaks about, uh, Tuso speaks about, he has a home age and then he also has a football age. Does that revelation mean anything at all? And what about all of the other medals and accolades that he's received during his period while he was a professional footballer? I think when you talk about age cheating, it's something that uh, is rife. We have to agree on that. And they always say whenever there's a market, there'll always be people who will actually be able to go that route. If you look at it, a lot of teams uh, in South Africa, remember Kaza Chief, they closed the academy because of that issue as well you know, where people are being issued with uh, birth gifts that are non-existent or where they've had to change the names or the ages of uh, the people in in question. Um, you know, there was always a joke that goes around in football circles where you ask somebody, how old are you? And then ask you, are you referring to my age or my football age? You know, so as long as there's always going to be people who want to get a player, by all means, no matter what the issues are, always, there's always going to be this issue sitting on the table. Yeah. So does this mean that the team management would have been in on it as well? Sometimes you find that management do know about it. Uh, sometimes management don't know about it. Uh, because if you, re- if, you if I remember, the, one of the reasons why we, we have had these issues, you mentioned a story about the national team that was called out uh, from in the 20 tournament. It's not only there. I mean, I remember in 2017, uh, the Zambian national team went and played at a tournament, the Kosafa tournament for the uh, underage group, under-17s as well. Having won the tournament a year before, they were therefore uh, sent home, sent taking because they realized the majority of the players they brought into the squad were not that age they claimed to be, you know. So um, parents sometimes get involved in this, agents mm. get involved in this because if a team says, I'm looking for player X and you realize that that player is probably sitting at 25 now, but he looks like a 19-year-old or 17-year-old and you want to get the player signed by the team, and the team is saying, but he's a bit too old. If you're able to get that age change to a younger age, for you to be able to get him, number one, caps at youth level, number two, for you to be able to get longevity for him playing at the team. Mm. They do that a lot, and you see that happening more frequent than anything any other time. That is the reason why when the MRI was introduced at a youth tournament, you see a lot of national teams being told to leave because their players are overage. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is also, like, for instance, the Senzo Miyua uh, matter as well. Uh, it was a big story after after he was killed or murdered. Um, and the I remember it was Sunday World at the time that revealed that they found out that Senzo Miyua was actually younger than his so-called twin brother, 
meaning that they should have been born on the same day, if, if anything, maybe hours hours apart. But then the ability to sustain a life for so long, how is that possible? Let, let's, let, let's, put, let's put this into perspective. Uh, you, you happen to be a breadwinner at home, mm. all right? And they realize you've got massive talent. You are a very good footballer or a good sportsman. And the only way to survive and be able to provide for your family is by virtue of being able to do that, playing the sport that you love. But a team says to you, we'll sign you provided that you are a certain age. That is probably a manager talking to you about it, you know? Mm. Get to a level where you realize you are now going past what, what is called a cutoff age for a certain team. The fact you have not played for football professionally, it means you cannot start off as an amateur at the age of 25. You've got to be at a younger age and be able to get a certain level before you can do it going forward. And my belief, the only way you, you eradicate this, the, way, the only way you get rid of this, is by what is happening now with the under-15 tournaments where you start having data of players at a younger age. Hmm. There's no way they can cheat when they get to that level because if you have players that are playing at under-13, under-14, under-15, a 13-year-old, you will know that a 13-year-old played uh, for his school that was based in... Wamsanga at the age of 12, he was playing there in uh, for 2023. So if he surfaces again five years later and he claims to be a 12-year-old, you want to say, but wait a minute, and there's video footage to go with it as well. What made it very easy then was that, one, there was no video footage to actually say that Eldrin did play at youth level at a certain age. You can claim that you played for a certain number of teams and just drop names, and nobody can actually prove that you did or not. Yeah. And that was the easiest way around it. A final one uh, with the with the Cameroonian side. When um, CNN reported on that story, they said that an MRI scan was used to determine the bone age. What exactly is that? You know, you know that they. Eventually, uh, I mean, I remember asking a question to that when when we had a team been uh, taken out of a tournament. Uh, you know, they explained to me that when you're still at a certain age your bone density has isn't, isn't, isn't actually completed. So there still shows that there's still a growth, you're still growing. You haven't actually reached a certain age or you haven't cut off at a certain age. So if you are still under a certain age, that is different. But once you have gone over a certain age, whether you are in your 20s and above, you'll see the difference in that. So that's the reason why they're able to do that. So since CHAP introduced the MRI scans in most of the tournaments, or, or COSAFA has done the same, or it is happening now more randomly and regularly. Hence, you are seeing this problem because now you are seeing national teams bringing the right age to this tournament, no longer bringing in overage players. Because if you go to an overage player, you are taking the risk of being knocked out and put out because you are therefore players are not, are not eligible to be playing at that particular age group. So that's what the biggest thing is. So the only way, let's have data of players from a young age. Let's not have this thing of a player surfacing when he's now sitting at 25, he's now becoming a professional player where we don't have any data of when the player played, where they played, or even put the features for that, for that matter. Thank you so much for your time. Brian Mufukeng, SABC football commentator and presenter. Your take on the so-called football age.